What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. You know where to find me at. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist, and I use my platform to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder, um, get more people into therapy, and also in the process, validate the victims and survivors of said disorder. Today's episode is going to be about the changing dynamics of a narcissistic relationship. If you're watching this on the uh, YouTube, I have my little mic right here because uh, my son is sick from school and I have him in the background. So if you hear Barney in the background very faintly, he's listening to Barney. Um, <laughs> but so the, so in the beginning of relationship with a narcissist, this is going to be talking about intimate relationships, but you know it can some, somewhat apply to friendships and things as well. But in the beginning of a relationship with a narcissist, you go through the love bombing phase, the idealization, where the narcissist, like we treat you like you know, like the king or the queen that you want to be, like we give you everything that you want and need, like become everything that you want and need. You know, and you know how we get there. You know how we get to that point of becoming everything you want and need. A lot of times, you put online what you want and need. You put it online exactly what you want and need, or we're already somehow involved into your, involved in your life some way, shape, or form. Like we're already friends. We've been in each other's lives for a long time. Something along those lines, right there. So we already know what you want and need. We somehow or first dates. You tell us what you want and need. You tell us what you went through and what you don't want to go through next. You tell us what you're looking for and whatever. You set, you lay out the you you pretty much lay out. The, the the blueprint of how you want to be treated and things like that but if you don't have strong boundaries if you don't have strong like strong boundaries and things like that you'll get caught up with a narcissist because like we don't like boundaries we don't like the people to tell us what we can and can't do i don't like that's why i don't like supervisors at work so i don't like a supervisor at work i don't like a supervisor in my relationship either so if you are dealing with it in the beginning of a relationship that's why i tell people to take it slow and make people earn your information because at the top of the at the top of the hill of a narcissistic relationship you are like if you're an oversharer you're going to you're you're, you're in for a ride literally you're in for a ride because you give people you tell people everything that you're looking for and miraculously miraculously they become it they do it they do everything that you want to need. Surprise. And you're like, oh, my goodness, I've never been treated this way before. Like, nobody ever gets me like this before. Nobody's ever done this before. I mean, nobody's you know, put the cheeks on me like this. Nobody ever clapped the cheeks like this. Um, I ain't never clapped no cheeks like this before. And then you get into the point where, you know, you get to that point And then, like, you're, your mind is blown. You become addicted to this person. The highs. But then the narcissist starts to slowly pull it away. Because, like... I truly believe in the beginning of a relationship with a narcissist, like the love bombing phase. Like I really do feel like I'm in love with that person. Like it to me is not a manipulation tactic. I mean, it, it is manipulation to you know give them what they want to need if that's not your intent. But my intent is to be with that person. My intent is to enthrall that person. My intent is to you know to get with that person. Like this, I feel like, like especially with my like my I met my wife. Like I felt like that was my soulmate. That was the counterpoint to who I was. That's my person. You know what I mean? So I was giving her everything that she wanted and needed. You know what I mean? So I think truly in beginning a relationship with a narcissist, they love you. They really care about you and things like that. So when people ask me, that, does a narcissist, can a narcissist love you? All right, probably in the beginning, they probably really cared about you. But typically, they the, the, the love tends to fade. The love tends to go away. The love tends to dissipate at a very, very rapid rate when you're dealing with a narcissist. So, when you're dealing with, so in that situation right there. Like at the end of the relationship, do they love you? Eh, not maybe not so much, but at the beginning, probably, maybe, perhaps. You mean in the, in our own way, and the narcissist loves you in their own way. It might not be the love that you 
that people hope and dream about, like the Disney mess or, you know, what you read in the magazines or maybe what you thought your parents and grandparents had and things of that nature. You know what I mean? So that's exactly what it is right there. So when you vibe, like, and I'm going to say this too, a narcissist love is conditional as well. So if you violate, you know what I mean, one of those conditions. Sorry, y'all, my uh, camera went dead. So here we go again. <laughs> so I was saying that if you violate a narcissist love, it's conditional. So if you violate one of those conditions, then the love is going to be taken away from you. Point blank, period. That's just how it works. You know what I mean? So once you violate one of those conditions, the narcissist will start to, you know, we will start to devalue you and bring and kind of just like we will start to devalue you. And become more of ourselves, become more of the person that you that you don't know. And that's why sometimes you can wake up one morning and the narcissist will be changed. Like I'll be a completely different person than who you fell asleep to. You, I'll wake up in the morning and you might not even recognize me. People always say something about the eyes and stuff. Like I really truly don't believe that. Like the eyes change and this is I, I just don't believe that. I feel like everybody's eyes looks different once you look at the, once you look at them once you are looking at them different anyway it's just like when you see one of these people they create like there's a mass shooting or something like that they're like look at his eyes his eyes are crazy i'm like you think his eyes are crazy because you already know he did something that is crazy or something that is you know not of sane mind because people are trying to like i guess be, be the pc police in my comment section can you stop saying crazy and say not in the right mind i was like what there's another can we not say crazy no more i'm like oh goodness gracious but yeah, I digress. So after the value starts and you don't recognize the narcissist, the dynamic switches because in the, in the beginning of the relationship, you were ch you were being chased. The, nar the narcissistic person was chasing you. We were chasing you because we wanted you to be our person. And then once the, the once you violate one of those conditions that the narcissist has laid out for you, which you probably the crazy thing about it is you probably don't know what the conditions are that you are going that you violate. You just don't even know what the conditions are going to be anyway. You know what I mean? So once you violate one of those conditions that you might not know exist, it's kind of like pushing the brakes on the relationship. And then it's kind of like stopping. And then you turn around. The narcissist turns around and starts to run away from you. And guess what? You love this person. You are addicted to this person now because they've given you everything that you wanted and needed. And you start to chase them. So at first you were being chased because you, and because you like the, the narcissist. And then the narcissist was making you feel really, really good. But you start to chase the narcissist because you like feeling really, really good. You want to get that feeling back. So the narcissist is running full speed away from you. You're running low. You, you fast. You're a track star. You run. <laughs> you're running the narcissist down. Every once in a while, you might catch up to the narcissist. And then they'll, they'll revert back to who they were in the beginning. But the narcissist is like, well, pump fake you and take our running again, full speed ahead. And you won't be able to catch them this time. You mean you won't be able to catch them and run them down because, like, the situation um, – Will change up and like I said you'll start chasing the narcissist and eventually eventually when the discard happens the narcissist gets too far away from you to the point where you can't catch up or you're too tired to keep chasing them and you give up you discard them you know what I mean so but if the narcissist keeps running and you keep chasing they will discard you being in, being in a relationship where they're chasing somebody else they're chasing somebody else now and you're still chasing them you're still chasing us you're still running behind us while we're running behind somebody else chasing them and then guess what a lot of times you ch a lot of times the person who is chasing now the survivor the victim of narcissistic abuse and whatnot you will ch you know you will uh <coughs> you will be you know you'll be struggling on for a very very long time you will be chasing as long as you can po as long as you possibly can be chasing you'll be running you'll be trying to run that narcissist down forever 
if you, and, they, and they will allow it. They like to keep people on the side. And you guess what? You look behind you. There might be other people still chasing the narcissist as well. So you, you're not the only person chasing. Because I see this all the time when people get caught up in these relationships with narcissists where y'all are battling for a person's love. You, you're battling trying to get somebody to love you. Like you're competing with other men and other women for this person's love. Like, and I always ask people when I'm doing my one-on-ones, like, what is the purpose here? Like, what are you gaining? Like, if you win this trophy, if you catch up to this narcissist and you tackle them, if you chase them for a long time, you catch up to them and tackle them, what are you getting? And a lot of times these are just below average men and women. Uh, They might be cute or whatever, but like, they don't have like no money, no success, no, just average bum, bums to be the bummiest men and women too. And what are you winning? If you chase this person down, what exactly are you getting? You're getting a cheater, somebody who's treated you terribly, and somebody who clearly has never, who doesn't want to make you a priority. Like, I thought the goal of love was to be the one. But instead, when you're dealing with a narcissist, you end up being one of. So that's the difference between a relationship with a narcissist and a non-narcissist, because, like, you can be, you have a chance of being the one. Or you have a chance of being one of with a narcissist because you can be the one, the one person, the person you can be the one that somebody loves, cares about, treats and gives affection to. Or you can be one of many people because you're the narcissist there. I've said this before. There, there no perfect person exists for a narcissist. The perfect person for a narcissist just doesn't exist. And I know people are like, what about your wife, man? My wife, for, for me, my wife is who, I, who, she, who she needs to be. She's the mother of my kids. She's my wife. I love her to death. I'm going to give her the world. I promise her. I'm going to give her the world because, you, you know. I, you know, she deserves it because <laughs> I'm I'm out of my mind sometimes. I I can't be. I, I openly admit that. But the, like I said, I still I don't believe the perfect person exists for a narcissist. But like an un, un, undiagnosed narcissist, an unaware narcissist, because they're always trying to fulfill the need. There is there is like an empty hole inside of some of them, some of us that we're trying to fulfill. That we're trying to fill that hole with people, with love, with care, affection. We're trying to we're trying to fill that hole with different forms. We're just trying to fill that hole. You know what I mean? So in the process of trying to fill that hole, a lot of times we get lost. A lot of times we forget who we are. A lot of times we forget how we're dealing with and things like that. And we need more person, more people to fill that hole. Because one person, is, it's almost damn near impossible for one person to make a narcissist happy. It just is, y'all. And I really truly hope that, that y'all like, go out there and choose to be the one or one of. or you, you, you Rather than one of. I hope that makes sense. The one or one of. You know what I mean? But anyway, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. To another episode of the Narcissist Code. I really truly appreciate y'all. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Thank y'all so much. And if you listen to this on Apple Music or Spotify, please hit that five stars for me. I truly appreciate all of y'all. I really, really do. Thank you so much. Peace. <laughs>